The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. Seven five Glory FM WGTJ Radio presents Friday Night High School Basketball. Welcome to the countdown to tip off of tonight's game. Let's go courtside for the preview of tonight's game on ninety seven five Glory FM. Hey, we are live from Chester T High School. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Friday Night High School Basketball on ninety seven five Glory FM. It's our final Friday in the month of January. With just two weeks left. In the regular season tonight, it's a region matchup, north versus south, as the Lady War Eagles of Chesapeake in game one take on the Lady Red Raiders of Madison County, along with Joe Gailey. I'm Mike Warford. Welcome to 97.5 Glory FM. We have a live video stream this evening as we're teaming up with War Eagle TV here at Chesapeake High School. And, Joe, we talked about before, next week the War Eagles have two sub-region games. They've got East Hall here on Tuesday. They're at Cherokee Bluff next Friday. They did the regular season a week from Tuesday as they'll start the playoffs the following week. Yeah, they're 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 the number one seed on the on this side right now. They're eight and in the sub region, eleven oh overall. Madison County's two and four in their side of the sub, four and six overall in the region. So Sutton Shirley's team wants to continue that tonight going into next week with two big sub region games for sure. No doubt about it. Of course the senior night here too and the Lady Warriors will have two ladies who will play their Senior night game here. They still have one more home game during the regular season, and they'll be here at home in the playoffs. It'll be Riley Black in Sierra Yarbrough, yep. and we'll celebrate their careers here at Chesapeake during halftime of the boys' ball game. Yep, those two seniors been with them all four years. Of course, Riley's set all the scoring records and whatnot. Sierra has been the catalyst in the point guard position and done a wonderful job with Coach Sutton Shirley over the last three seasons, handling the basketball in the backcourt, playing really good defense uh, on, the, on the, usually the other team's best guard shooter. And uh, it's, it'd be, I know he's going to hate to see them go, but, you know, he's going to just step right up. He's, he's got to 11 kids now playing. I know he's glad to have that because he's got enough uh, bodies to, to fill out here in scrimmage. So that's a good thing. I apologize early on for my voice. I had a, a tad of a cold earlier this week that affected my eyeballs. And my eyes, I can see now, but my throat is uh, still scratching pretty bad, Mike. Yep, you're going to be able to do it, though, from that standpoint. During the boys' ball game, he's looking forward to it because it will be Colton Wilbanks and the War Eagles going up against Madison County. This should be a great match. The only time these two teams will play during the regular season, we may see them again in the region playoffs in North Oconee in a couple of weeks. Where that will be the host site for the semifinals and the finals of the region tournament. And then you make it to man that the games there at North Oconee, you know you're heading to the state playoffs, and we expect the War Eagles to, to be there. It could be against this Madison County team, for example. Again, they play everybody on the other side one time, mm-hmm. and then you get ready to play the, in the postseason. This right here could be a, a really a key matchup this evening, especially with the boys. Exactly. The boys The boys are 3-5 and five and sub 3-8 and eight overall. They've lost the three games versus the other side. Whereas Madison County, they're three and three, but they're seven and three. They've won all four of their matchups so far on this side. It'll be interesting tonight because you've got the Smith boys, Mason and Grant, that can light it up for Madison County. We saw them last year. And, of course, you've got uh, Colton Wilbanks and Jordan Harris, Josh Bull. Those three guys can go for uh, Chester T. So they've got to play and stay out of foul trouble tonight. 
to uh, get uh, stay in this ball game and pull out a win. It tells you about that other side of the region, the boys' side. When you got Madison County at three and three, when you got North yeah. Oconee and you've got Seconder and you got Walnut Grove in there, you know it's it's amazing the other side how talented they are on the boys. Mm-hmm. Well, and Chester had a big win against Easter South uh, the other night on Tuesday mm-hmm. night. That was a huge win for them. They were they were sitting at, at two and five in the sub. That big win made them three and five and puts them in a race for that fourth seed, if at all possible. That's what they're gunning for right now. Yep, no doubt about it. It'll be uh, playoff time before we know it. Again, two regular season games left in the sub-region next week. The wrap up the regular season coming up on Tuesday, February the 6th. Joe and I are back after this two-minute timeout as we count down the tip-off of our game between Chester T and Madison County here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. And we're back here at Chesapeake High School at Lincoln Trail Center as we get ready for our girls' matchup this evening. Say hello to Dave Cohen, the voice of Georgia State, listening to us over in Conway, South Carolina. He's there in the big high-rise at Myrtle Beach. They're getting ready for our broadcast tomorrow, Georgia State basketball, as they'll take on the Shawna Clears of Coastal Carolina. They count that a tip-off against them at 145. Tip-off at 2. Here on your flagship radio station for Georgia State basketball, 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for North Georgia sports tonight for the high school hoop action with Madison County taking on the Chester T. War Eagles. I mentioned in our sportscast earlier in the day on the FCA Sports Report, the region scheduled for this evening is North versus South. You have North Hall on the road at second. You're down in northeast Gwinnett County. You'll have also Cherokee Bluff and Athens. They're taking on Cedar Shoals this evening. East Hall has a night off. Also, you have Johnson taking on North Oconee, and that means Walnut Grove takes on East from South this region. 
in recent play. Next week it'll be sub-region time. This will be the fun one next week, buddy. Yeah, next week will be uh, the kind of move, move folks around depending on how the wins and losses turn out. You see a lot of uh, moving and shaking going on, if you will, next week for sure in those re- uh, sub-region matchups. And and you go, you got you got some tight races that are still to be determined. You know, with with the Cherokee Bluff and Chester T girls still out to play, and that Cherokee Bluff has beaten, see, uh, uh, have lost to Chester T once. So that's kind of a, one of those rematch games, and see Cherokee Bluff's going to try and win that one if they can win that one, be one and one, and kind of go from there and see. Uh, how that turns out for them. But I tell you what, it's super ball, super, and, of course, Chester T has the advantage there because they're they're undefeated against the other side over there. So that helps them exactly. uh, determine how, how the seeding will be. So a fun week next week uh, to, to get close to the end of our regular season. Then we get in tournament play. You know, but we still could have, looking at four teams from this side, from the girls and then one or two possibly from the boys because the other side boys is really strong this year and uh, you mentioned the four you got North Oconee you got Walnut Grove second year in Madison County are all really strong this year and uh, you know it just depends on how they turn out I guess next week in their sub-region games yep I guess one team we haven't seen on the other side has probably been what uh We've seen senior shows. We haven't seen second year. I guess the only team we, we haven't seen, seen second year this year. We saw second year last year. I haven't seen them this mm-hmm. year. Um, second year was pretty talented last year for the what, first year or second year, whatever the program was. And uh, I imagine they're pretty good again this year. The Walnut Grove uh, got a pretty good team. We saw we saw them earlier this year. And it's, um, it's that time of year, the, the nail-biting time for the coaches for sure. They go from regular fingernails to no nails at this time of year for sure. <laughs> yeah, we have seen. So far this year, we've seen North Oak County, we've seen Walnut Grove, we'll see Madison County play tonight, you know, and so that's we've seen everybody but seconds so far this season. And that side is so loaded. You know, it's going to be interesting to see who the number five team is that doesn't get into the state playoffs yeah, on exactly. those sides. You have a really good five team that doesn't make it this mm-hmm. year. That's the way the way the, the, the region decided to do their thing with the top four. And, you know, I know that I, I look at it from this standpoint, the, the both girls and boys teams have probably got to be looking forward to next year as far as the matchups just because next year it'll be a little bit more even across in there and there they won't be a, a subdivided league, so to, so to speak, so that the four over there are the best four, so our guys don't have a chance, that kind of thing, or the girls, whichever. And so public forward to that. But you got to go through this year first, and we've got a lot of basketball to play with, what, four or five games left for each team, and, and it's all going to depend on how they play next week. And, and injuries, sickness is going to play a lot uh, into uh-huh. it the next two weeks uh, with the temperature fluctuation that we've had, the rain fluctuation. I uh, saw one of the, the baseball guys came in before and he had on his pants, and I said, you finally got to practice in warm weather, honey. He gave me a big grin. He said, finally. You know, they were happy. He said, but we're, we're down there on, on Lake Lanier number two because the field's covered in water. So they're having a tough because time. They're downhill. Yeah, they're downhill. <laughs> exactly right. Well, also with that, saw David Bishop, the athletic director here at Chester T. High, and congratulations to the wrestling team. They finished fourth in the state in the dual mm-hmm. tournament back here last Saturday. They did. And what a great turnout and show out for them this year. They're finishing fourth over on the state. You mentioned baseball starting with new coach Griffin Olsen here. They start in a couple of weeks, Joe. They'll have a scrimmage game, then they'll start things off real in a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. And now today's been nice baseball weather. Yeah, would have been nice baseball weather. No rain, overcast day. It was warmer. It was like 65, 68 degrees today. I saw Griffin before we started. I think they said they played Dawson County in their in their um, scrimmage game, game mm-hmm. uh, like on the fifth or sixth or something in February. So you know, some teams are starting next week, you know. And I read, I read, I think I read today that Truett McConnell's actually opening up today in their college season in a, some kind of game they had scheduled. And I'm like, good gracious, these guys. He gets earlier and earlier every year. Well, next weekend you'll see the University of North George with Coach Tom yep. Cantrell starting baseball and Mike Davenport. 
Look to successfully defend there in CA Division II National Championship there in Dahlonega with softball. Mm -hmm. Both of them, and they've got uh, a lot of local kids playing, um, you know, local as far as North Georgia. And, uh, of course, Mike's got a returning nucleus of players, Tybee Denton, and I've known Tybee since she was eight, nine years old. Banks County won a, a, a World Series championship in Dixie Youth. Mm -hmm. Our Dixie Dean, when I was over there in, in uh, in Banks County with her pitching and uh, her, her records at Banks County. She won a state championship her senior year. And so they're looking for big things. And Coach, Coach Cantrell with a, a little North Hall grad, Jace Bowen, coming in there leading the team on offense last year. Looking forward to year number two with him. Uh, here in this girls' matchup between Sutton Shirley's Chesapeake Lady War Eagles and Monty McClure's Lady Raiders of Madison County, you just go, okay, what kind of game can Riley at Black have in this ball game? Playing her senior night ball game, she's you know the all-time leading scorer here at Chesapeake. Then you're going to see what the other girls can do. What, what are you going to see, Bull? Do what are you going to see your all Bull do uh, underneath? What you're going to see with Cable, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And you expect them to be able to really dominate tonight. Well, you know the thing is, is, is they they just exploded last week against North Hall, uh, one that I didn't expect. I don't think you did either. And uh, if they come out and start that way tonight against a Madison County team that's 10 and 11 and and two and four in the sub. On their side, you know, they're not bad, but they had, they're struggling a little bit this year. They've got three seniors this year, uh, a couple of kids back. Uh, well, I think we saw them once, maybe twice last year. And some, so part of the girls is is sometimes they get a little too excited. Uh, I know from Madison County. So let's see if Coach Monty McClure's got them calmed down a little bit this year and how they run the run the, the offense. But, you know, the big key, I think, Joe, is defense. And Sutton mm -hmm. Shirley's had that defense going way out oh, yeah. and, and really attacking the guards get him out there point of the three-point arc and it's difficult for you to get any ball movement at all which right. sets up a lot of turnovers we did against north hall last week as you mentioned and then they get the transition game going exactly they get that transition game going out of the the press or just out of really good solid defense that can spell the spell a really good night for the war eagles all right coming up next we'll get ready for the starting lineups the tip off the end we're going to turn over war eagle tv to the national anthem we're back on the radio in two minutes here on 97.5 Glory FM with a live video stream on War Eagle TV. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings and one of their sports medicine 
medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Broadcasting the excitement of local high school basketball, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents Friday Night Basketball. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, and by Representative Lee Hawkins. It's time for the tip-off of Friday Night Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. It is time for the starting lineups here for Chesapeake T. High. With them, here's Joe Gailey. First, for Madison County folks, they're wearing their gray with a white trimmed in red. Uniforms white, striped down the side with red. Monty McClure, he is 10 and 11 and 2 and 4, 4 and 6 overall in the region. They'll start at junior, number one. Jordan Jones, a sophomore, number three, Sarah Blackman, a junior, number 11, Jordan Hall, a senior, number 12, Janiah Borders, and a junior, number 23, Lily Pittman. And for Coach Sutton Shirley, the Chesapeake Lady War Eagles, 17-4, 8-0 in the sub-region, 11-0 overall in the region. They'll start a senior, number one, Sierra Yarbrough, a junior, number two, Addison Boyd, a junior, Number five, Caroline Bull, a junior. Number 11, Peyton Cable. And a senior, number 15, Riley Black. They're dressed in white with their school colors of burgundy, trimmed in black with a black inset on their shorts. <laughs> They'll be going left to right as you look. Well, as you look at it on War Eagle TV, the Lady War Eagles will be going your right to left. And Madison County will be going from left to right as you look at it on War, War Eagle TV. As I look at it, it's just opposite. So either way, that's what we got going on, Michael. It's a mirror image, friend, from that uh, standpoint. A mirror image, exactly right. I wish my voice was a mirror image of yours. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to be fun tonight, folks. It's going to be really great to see for our town final hundred in the regular season these two seniors with Black and Yarborough. Now the play-by-play. Here, Joe. That was interesting. Janiah Borders jumped against Sierra Yarborough. Madison County won the tip. They control the basketball. Jordan Hall has it way out front, double team way away from the basket. They throw it off of Addison Boyd's leg. It'll be out of bounds with 24 left on the shot clock for Madison County. They get it inbounds. Way in the backcourt, that's going to be Borders. Or excuse me, that's Hall. Looking for somebody to double team out there. Finally got it over to Jones. Jones dribbles all the way down. They get it into... The big girl, number 12, Jordy Janiah Borders, who gets the layup. She was able to split the defense, get by. Boy, Borders had good position and got the layup. Now Chester T has the basketball on their end. <coughs> Riley Black has it, gives it to Peyton Cable. Peyton flips it back over here, gives it to Boyd. Addison gives it over to Caroline Bull. Back to Cable. Cable on the baseline, pulls up, short jumper, no good. Rebound. 
by their number three, Blackman. Sarah Blackman dribbles all the way up for Madison County, tipped out from behind, out of bounds by Riley Black. Riley hustles from one end to the other, knocks it out of bounds from behind. Still Madison County basketball. Madison County will throw it in, good pass inside. They got it inside to their 23, Lily Pittman. She lost control of it. Chesity comes the other way, long over the top pass, tried to get it to Cable, and just too long for Peyton, but it went out of bounds off of their number 23, Pittman, and it will be Chesity's basketball. So look for a quick time for Coach Sutton. Surely if this keeps up on the offensive end for Madison County. Riley to Caroline Bull for three, and it's good. Knocked it down from the left side, right side over here, right in front of the end of the Madison County bench. And that's great news there to hit a rainbow three, Bull. Pittman has the basketball, gives it back over to Hall on the near side. Hall takes it all the way in. Going to be an offensive foul as who took it. Number five, Caroline Bull took the offensive foul. And Joe, my new save for her when she's one of those bullseye. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's a pretty good one right there, bullseye. Yep. She had the bullseye set that time and got in there and took that offensive foul from Jordan Hall. They'll come the other way. Chester T. Riley Black with the basketball dribble up on the left side. Now Riley goes back to the right. Pulls out top of the key. Now she's going to find Beater Girl. Kicks in the corner to Addison Boyd for a long three. Go! Oh, good. Got, it's going to be viral, buddy. I deep, can feel it. Deep in the corner, and Addison, a rainbow three. Six-nothing your score. Front court, Lily Pittman. Gives it back over to Jordan Hall. Hall dribbles over to the left side. Left wing, looking for somebody to break. Can't get back. Finally get over there. Blackman, Blackman thought about a three. Dribbles inside. Throws up a wild shot. No good. Rebounded. Tried to rebound over there. It was by Borders. Borders got it. They get it back outside to Hall. Hall goes in for about a 14 for the runner off the glass. Good. Their second point of the night. 6 4 is your score. 5 48 in the first quarter. 8 4 A. Region basketball. Girls game Chester T versus Madison County. Lob over the top to Bull. Bull goes up for the layup. No. Oh, nice entry pass. Addison Boyd with a last rainbow lob in there. Caroline came down and went right up against her person and was able to knock down the layup. Hall on the far side, gets it down there to Borders. Borders trips around. Riley Black gets the knockaway. Riley's going to dribble with her left hand all the way up. She pulls up from 14. In and out, no good. Rebound back, tipped out from by Cable to Riley. Riley goes into the basket, and she's fouled as she goes up for the shot. Oh, she does that so well, Joe. Yep. Give Cable the assist also. Is it not officially in the score, but getting that rebound, getting it to Riley or drive with it. Janiah Borders picks up the foul. Coach McClure asking the official what she did. He gets the explanation. First free throw is good. 8-9 to 4 now. Hey, you love how Riley can dribble with both hands, mm -hmm. don't you? Handles the ball extremely well. Second free throw. In and out, no good. Rebounded by three, Sarah Blackman. Blackman gives it off to Hall. Hall. The little guard for Madison County. She is a junior. She gets it off on the far side to Jones. The two Jordans playing it back and forth right there. Hall has it. Knocked away by Caroline Boyle. Caroline has it. Caroline with Riley Black leading the pack. Ounce runs everybody down the fort and gets the layup. The assist from Caroline Boyle. 11 4 year score. 442 in the quarter. Hall brings it up on the near side. Guarded by Boyd. Takes it all the way in. Almost runs over Cable. Peyton kind of backed up, and then Hall fell down with it. Riley Black comes away with it. She's going to pull up, gets on the far side to Cable for three. No good. Rebounded by Jordan Jones. Jones wears number one for the Lady Red Raiders. 
They have it. Tries to throw it down low. Tried to go to Borders and threw it right by Borders. If they got that to her, Borders seems like she might be talented enough, Mike, to play on the low post, and they're pretty good. And second bounce, well, I mentioned about the timeout. They've got to keep her from being that, that way, that far underneath. Exactly. Riley Black with the basketball. She'll shoot a three. Good. Oh, yeah. Three of four so far. 14 to four. Timeout. Monty McClure, a 32nd by the Lady Red Raiders coach. As I mentioned, it gets viral all the time. You start feeling it, you know, and yep. you, get, you get good open shots like the Warrior Eagles have so far. The three different players. The, the first one that was shot down there was, was she almost had a person in her face, and she nailed a high arching shot, got it to go in. And then the second one was deep in the corner, and uh, she just nailed it. That one was, uh, I think, Boyd. Boyd hit that one, high arching shot from deep in the corner and just knocked it down the bottom of the net. And then he's got three three out of four, as Mike said, from the three-point line so far. 14 to four is your score, 402 in the quarter here from Chester T High School. And Riley's on her way already to a double-double. Yep. She's had quite a career here at, at Chester T. I hope it continues about eight or ten more games. I know she does. Jordan Hall with the basketball far side for Madison County. Hall. Get it up to this side to Pittman. Pittman back to Hall. Hall. Almost down to the right wing. Throws it right inside, right to Peyton Cable. Cable stepped in, intercepted that one, gets to Riley Black. Riley brings it up the court all the way in. A little floater in there. She couldn't draw the foul as Pittman got the rebound, and she'll go the other way. She gives it off to Blackman. Blackman gives it to Hall. Hall's going to try and dribble inside. She does, but it's going to be a foul. I think that might be on Peyton Cable. Let's see what the official says. Nope, it's going to be on Addison Boyd. Addison with the foul. Be out of bounds underneath. Madison County will have control of the basketball. You kick it out there. Go inside to Blackman. Back to Hall in the corner. She'll roll out to the right wing. Hall, 3.28 on the clock. 20 on the shot clock. Hall hits to this side to Pittman. Pittman goes back to the other side to, not to Borders, but to Jones. Jones, Hall gets the carom. Goes up for the shot. No good. Rebounded. Pittman goes after it. Yarborough goes about after it. And it'll be a hell ball. Uh, it's going to be off, off of Chesity before the hell wall. Now, number 10, Blakely Lloyd will come in for Sierra Yarborough. Blakely usually the number six girl that comes in first, first sub off the bench for Coach Sutton Shirley. Get it inside to Borders, to back to Hall. Hall far side to Pittman for three. No good. Oh, Borders got the rebound. Good position by Borders, Mike. And she did a nice job. She wait, stepped through, went up, and got the two-pointer. 14 to 6 now, 257. Addison Boyd with the basketball. Addison, far side. Gives it over to Bull. Bull for three, way short. Going to be picked up by Riley Black. Riley Black, she's going to go in the middle, try to go to the basket. She does. Basket's good with a layup on the right side. And that was a good typical shot. Caught was still going after the missed shot by Caroline. Yep, it was. She did a nice job. Jemiah Weaver fixed to come in the game for Coach Shirley. And the clock has gone off of the there's back up there. Now the board, they went to Borders inside again. She got the basket. Well, they're going inside in the paint against the Lady War Eagles. Yep, 16-8 now, 2-19. Black in the corner. Caroline Bull for three. No good. Rebound. Look at Blakely Boyd to get the rebound. Blakely outside to Peyton. To Addison. To Caroline again for three. That one's off. No good. Riley Black <coughs> got the rebound. She lost control, and then it's be a hell ball between Blakely Boyd and Jordan Hall. 
we'll keep it here on this end. Yep, Avery Bailey will come in for Pittman from Madison County. Jamal Weaver comes in for the Lady Warriors. Inbound pass goes to Bull. Bull, far side, knocked away almost there, and finally thrown away and intercepted by Sarah Blackman. <laughs> Pardon me. Hall has it. Knocked out of bounds by Riley Blackie. She tried to go cross court. Riley saw it, came way over and knocked it out of bounds right in front of Coach Sutton Shirley right there. All right, we me text Dave Biscuit you something to drink, buddy? No, nah, I got him something to drink. Okay, while I was up we're there. good. Thank you, though. They throw it inside. That's going to be Blackman. She shoots the three. No good rebound. Black. Black goes the other direction. She gives it off to Blakely Boyd, who gives it off to Sierra Yarborough. Sierra shot, no good. Rebound knocked out of bounds off of Madison County. You hear Sutton Sherry down to our left. Giving some instruction. Inbounds, going to give it to Addison for three. Missed that one. Rebound by Riley Black in the end one as she makes the two-pointer. She was right at the right spot on that one, buddy. Yeah. Fell right into it. She, she was kind of on the outside of position-wise, and it rolled off the rim just right. She went up, grabbed it, went right back up, scored the two, and got fouled. And she could be a double-digit here in this first quarter of play. She could. It's 18-8 with 126 left here in the first quarter. She makes that one 19-8 now. And Bull will come back in for Sierra Yarbrough. Addison thought she was out, but Sierra says, no, no, you're in, I'm out. In the backcourt, they're pressing. A little, little, little one-two-two trap in the backcourt. This side went from Bailey, and it's stolen by Boyd. Boyd goes all the way in, tries to go for the layup. No good. Rebounded by number 13, Bailey, but it's knocked away. Jamiah Weaver goes in with the left hand. She's fouled. Jamiah Weaver, the sophomore, Mike, trying to establish herself right now. Well, we've seen her play throughout the season. Do you really like her defense mm -hmm. and her aggressiveness? Yep. And she's got a little height on her, too. Link. First free throw's a little long. Sierra Yarborough will come in for Addison Boyd. So I guess unofficially is that three for five, I think, now from the line. They talk about length. A lot of times you'll hear coaches talk about it, and Jemai has that, the length. There's long legs, long arms, can play defensive good, get her hands up, good position. Jemai's second free throw's no good, rebounded, open close out by Jordan Jones. Jordan Jones will bring it up. She kicks it on the far side, gives it off to Bailey. Avery Bailey will bring it up, dribble between people. And a walking call is called on Avery Bailey. And she stepped through and made a travel violation. And we say it so often, we try to dribble in between two yep. defenders. Thought they had a timeout, but they're looking. Oh, they move, moving them with a out of bounds is right in front of the score table. Riley Black gives it back to Caroline. Bull drives the left side. Gives it off to Blakely. Back to Riley. Riley goes in for two and got an exit. Riley Black with the layup. 21-8. 13-point lead. I've got her officially 15 so far in the first quarter. <laughs> Tipped away from Weaver by Weaver. Weaver goes up for a wild shot. No good. Rebounded by Yarborough. Yarborough, no good. Weaver with the rebound. Riley Black for three. No good. Rebounded. That's going to be by Blakely. Boy, she tries to come out. Knocks it over to Caroline Bull. 24 on the shot clock. Caroline for three. Knocks it down. She's got two. Let's say it. Bullseye. 24-8. Try to come up. Jemiah Weaver knocks it away from behind. Jemiah gets it over. Dances off to Addison Boyd. Sierra Yarbrough. Good. 
for the easy layup. Nice teamwork right there. Two bounce passes in the layup, 26-8. Got a walk-in call on Madison County in the backcourt. They can't hold the pressure. 4.7. You've got uh, Cable and Addison Boyd coming in for Jamal Weaver and Blakely Boyd. Yeah, the pressure is all the difference. Caroline Bull for a quick three. Knocks it down. Wow, yeah. what a run here in the first half. 29 to 8. Chester T after one. We're back in the second quarter. One minute here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. And back here at the Lincoln Trail Center getting ready for quarter number two. That was about as good a first quarter you could have. Well, it is, Mike. And, you know, we, we, uh, we tried it. We, we talked jokingly about Sutton Shirley and, and his, uh, the over-under on removing his coat and pulling his shirt tail out. Well, both of those happened in the first three minutes. So uh, you can tell Coach Shirley's into the game, too, as much as the girls are. 29-8, Madison County with a basketball. Pittman back over to Jordan Hall. Jordan wanted to give it to Jones. She goes all the way in. Try to lay it up, no good, knocked away off of Caroline Bull out of bounds. He 20 seconds left on the shot clock, 7.45 and a quarter. You got another pass underneath. Yeah, Hall gets it in. Blackman for three, or excuse me, yeah, Blackman for three, no good. Rebounded by Borders on the far side to Jordan Jones. Jones tried to go inside to Pittman, knocked away briefly. Who picked it up? Blackman did. She shoots the three, no good. Rebounded by Riley Black. Riley, she'll take it up. Kicks it over on the far side. Caroline Bull for three. That'll be off the rim. No good. Rebounded on this side by Riley Black. Riley takes it in with the left hand. Pulls up. Shoot with the right hand. No good. Riley goes in for the rebound. No good. She didn't get it. Sarah Blackman controls the board. Sarah goes the other direction. Sarah all the way in with floaters. No good. Rebounded by Borders. Excuse me. By Borders. Borders fought for that one. Got good position. Went in. Put it on the floor one time and went up strong over a couple of white jerseys and got it to go 29 to 10 now. Here's the score. Riley Black looking to go in the corner for Bull. She does. Caroline comes over here to Sierra Yarborough for a short. About a 14-footer from the elbow. Sierra knocks down a deuce. That's a nice little play right there. She went in, gave it on the far side to Caroline, who saw Sierra open at the elbow. And she knocked down the jumper. Jordan Hall. She'll pull up from three. Shot. Oh, three-pointers good off the backboard. Their first three of the night. <laughs> Cable to Bull. Out front to Addison Boyd. Addison in the corner to Yarber. Yarber's going to lose it off her leg out of bounds. Nope, went off of Madison County to be Chester T. Basketball. 
Chester T has it. Riley to Caroline. High arching two. No good. Rebounded this side by C. Yarborough. Yarborough to Peyton Cable. Riley Black. Riley. Gonna get it. We're going to babble. Walking call on Riley. Right there she tries to drive in between a couple of great jerseys. Good thought process. You want to get it closer to the basket. Just didn't happen. Now watch the defense here on the other end here. They'll pick him up at midcourt. Man to man. Hall in the corner to Blackman. Blackman waiting for somebody to cut. <laughs> Get to Jones back to Blackman. Blackman all the way around to Pittman. Pittman to Hall. Hall. Oh, nice back door cut right there. And it's knocked away by Cable out of bounds off of Cable out of bounds. It's going to be Madison County's basketball. Those quick hands, the Lady Oracles there helped out with Cable. Hall will trigger it in. Gets it into Jones. <laughs> Jones way out front. Oh, Riley Black. No, that was Peyton Cable. Knocks it away. Picks it up. Long pass up to Caroline Bull. Caroline. Think she double dribbled. They didn't see it. Nobody saw that one. She went up for the shot. No good. Rebounded by Cable to Sierra for three. No good. Riley Black. Another rebound yep. for Riley. She went up, missed the shot, but got fouled. That foul's on number 11, Jordan Hall. Her third time to the free throw line here in the first half. Again, we'll see both Sierra and Riley at halftime with the boys' ball game walk out with their parents for senior night. Riley Black, first free throw is good. Second one is up. Good. 33 to 13, 32nd timeout, Sutton Shirley, as he'll talk about some strategy. Jemiah Weaver will come back in the game for the Lady War Eagles. Mike, at this point, you know, with the, even with the pressure, Madison County's got to learn a lot here. They're down 20. they got to try to get back in it the last 5-18 of this quarter. But it's going to be a tough for the defense, the way defense is playing for Jessica. And I was going to say it, Joe, between quarters, too, I think it's a learning experience for Madison County here at that first quarter of play. They're going to learn a lot. Oh, tonight. yeah. Well, you, you will. You you get blitzed. You're down 21 after one quarter, 29 to 8. You know, now they've, they've won. <coughs> they've won this quarter 5 to 4 and have the basketball now. Hall back over to Pittman. Pittman in the backcourt with that 1 2 2 press. Hall has it, tipped up top. Hall comes down with it. Tipped away again. They had it, but they're going to run out of time. There's the 10-second violation in the backcourt. They got it up, and Hall should have actually took it with the left hand. She was about two steps away, but she threw it, threw it back. And then by the time she got it back, time had run out. And Coach McCurry was not going to waste a timeout on that play right there. Yeah. Borders out, and Blackman back in. Addison Boyd. Throws it way over the head of Riley Black. A rare mistake by Addison. You hear Coach Shirley whistling him in the assistance, giving instructions. Riley, my Blakely boy, comes back in the game. Madison Kenny has the basketball. Gives it over to Jordan Hall. Jordan in the backcourt. Gives it over to Pittman. Pittman to Jones. Jones. He's in the front court. Started by Jamile, way out front. Give it back to Hall. Hall, far side. Nice pass inside. They got it over. She missed the layup. That was number 25. Layla Streetman got second her second chance basket after she missed the first one and knocked the second one down. 
That's one thing you got to work on at halftime. Yep, Straightman's first basket of the night. Far corner, far side over there. As Peyton gets out to Caroline to Riley. Riley pulls up from 15, gets it on the far side. Back to Blakely. Boy, she shot a three. No good. Jamiah Weaver with her offensive rebound. She goes up, loses control of it, and Madison County gets the steal. Madison County's going to come all the way. That's going to be number 11. She's going to go all the way in. Going to have a foul on the floor on Chesterty. Number two, Addison Boyd against Jordan Hall. Sierra Yarbrough coming back in the game to come in for Addison Boyd. Chesterty. 4-8 and a quarter. 33-15. 18-point lead for the Lady Warriors. Throw it over the top. Get it into Jones. Jones has it way out front. Being guarded by Blakely. Jones put it right to Caroline Bull. Caroline going to take it one on two all the way down. And she's fouled from behind by number 11, Jordan Hall. Number 21, Carly Brown, sophomore, fixing to come in the game. She's going to come in for Jordan Hall. Yeah, Madison can't get off for getting foul trouble either. Nope. Jordan, I think that's uh, two or three on her already. I think three. Riley Black looking to throw it in. Threw it right to, and then Sierra Yarbrough picks it up. Riley Black cleans it up in front of the basket. Got it up and in for the deuce. 35-15. Jones on the far side. Brings it up down the right-hand side. Brings it back toward the middle. Gives it over to Pittman. Pittman. Loses again to Riley Black. Riley cleans it up behind her. She lost it. But Blakely Boyd comes down with it. Blakely in the corner. Gives it back to Riley. Riley dribbles to this side. Kicks it in the corner of Caroline for three. No good. Rebound. Tipped up by Jemai. Jemai trying to get around her person down there. Lost control. Oh, off the fingertips of Riley Black. Jemai went to her knees. Was trying to get over to Riley. And just couldn't get it to her. Out of bounds. Weaver got the rebound then. Just couldn't control it there. Yep. Lily Pittman will throw it in. Jordan Jones now will bring the ball up for Madison County. Brings it into the front court. She runs all over, and Peyton Cable stood there, took that one very easily. I could call it from over here. Peyton took the charge. And Joe, that's one. One for Wait her. for more. Yep. <laughs> one for Peyton, and uh, one by uh, – was that Peyton called one while ago, or was that Blakely? Somebody else, there's two offensive fouls for Riley Black with the basketball in the front court, 306 in the quarter. They're up by 20, just to you, in the corner to Blakely Boyd. Shot it, went up here at the top of the backboard and in the support. So I'll be out of bounds. It'll be Madison County's basketball. Pittman inbounds to Jones. Jones back over to Pittman, far side. Pittman gets back to Jones at the top. Jemiah Weaver playing the point on the defense right there. Really quick out front is Jemiah. Gets it over here to Blackman. Blackman down to 18 on the clock. They go low, trying to go inside. And they throw it off. Blakely Boyd out of bounds. Well, you can tell, Joe, every time down court, they're looking inside, looking mm-hmm. inside, looking inside, trying to get a cutter, trying to go inside. Borders is back in the game for Madison County. Carly Brown through the air pass there. Second go throw it in top. Throw it over the top to Borders. Borders went off of fingertips. Riley Black gets it. Gets it out to Bull. Bull sprints down the court, and it's knocked out of bounds off Madison County and the Lady Warriors basketball. Well, good job by Madison County to get back, Joe. And 
College Field Bogwatt plans. Again, Sutton Shirley screaming out instructions yep. to his girls. They go into Jemai. Jemai went straight up with it. No foul call, which it really wasn't because defense play was straight up too. They'll come the other direction. That's Blackman. Blackman <clears throat> lost it out of bounds off of a diving Riley Black. And Weaver will come out and Sierra Yarborough will come back in the game for Chester T. Jordan Jones way outside against Bull. Jones will dribble around. Went right by Streetman. Jordan Hall has the basketball, and we have a timeout, Money Hall. He's saying the 32nd timeout is what he's having. They weren't really developing the play that he wanted there. That's why he called the timeout. And he's only got 17 after they throw it in, Mike, when they gain possession here. And that's what's important, too, Joe. you got to remember your, the time of the clock, look at clock management after calling a timeout like that. Well, you know, I, I, the, when, uh, when Streetman went in, I figured, you know, she got that basket, that stick back. I figured uh-huh. she'd be starting to play down on low post, kind of like Borders on the other side. But she hadn't she's been out front so far. So yep. <laughs> he might be trying to get some instruction as where to be on the floor at certain times. They have this at one three-pointer so far, and everything else has been within, what, five feet maybe. Yep, it is. 2-12 left in the quarter. Again, they'll recognize the seniors. And the girls' team, I think, in the girls' game. Halftime of the boys', boys game. Go, okay, they're going to do the boys' half And the girls, yes. That's right, gotcha. I see the boys down here on the other end now. Madison County with a basketball. Streetman has it. Or not Streetman, but uh, Blackman. She gives it over to Brown. Brown, and they got a shot clock violation. I didn't hear that horn. It didn't go yep, off. They, they run it way out front, and I didn't hear it, but it went down to double zero. So shot clock violation, good defense. That last 17 seconds for the Lady Warriors. 150 in the quarter, 35-15. Bull in the corner to Boyd. Boyd to Cable. Cable over out front to Riley. Riley to Sierra. Sierra pulls up from about 12 on the wing. No good. And almost knocked out of bounds by Madison. Delray gained control. Jones gets it. Jones will bring it up. Against Caroline Bull. Jordan Jones dribbles down the left-hand side. Back up to the top. Gives to Blackman. A little too high, but she straightened and comes down with it. Knocked away in there. You got a white jersey and a gray jersey going after. It's going to be a hell ball between Riley Black and Layla Street. That should go to Chester, shouldn't it? <laughs> it is. Yep, yes, it is. It is. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. But he's much better than it was Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, I couldn't see. That'd been really tough for me to be out here tonight. Now I got now it's all moved down to my throat and everything. Out front, Lady Eagles with the basketball. Riley Black, oh, nice pass into Cable. Cable goes up for the shot, no good. Rebounded far side that time by Layla Streetman. Let's get Peyton off. going. Sorry? Get Peyton yeah, going. exactly. Jordan Jones with the basketball. Jordan gives it off to Blackman. Blackman, she's going to go all the way around, gives it back to Borders. Borders goes up, no good. Rebound by Cable. Cable has the basketball. Cable slowly gives it to, to uh, Caroline Bull. She'll bring it across midcourt. Caroline to Riley Black, 33-26. and 26. Far corner to Blakely for three. Go. Blakely Boyd knocks down a three. And makes the 38-15 with 21 seconds left here in the quarter. They'll bring it up the floor. Jordan Jones has it for Madison County. Madison County has it in the front court now. Gives it over here to Blackman, who goes the other way. Gives it off the street. Back over here to one. Tried to go inside. It will be off of 
off of Chesity with .2 on the clock. So really nothing they can do right here other than just throw it in. Throw it in. Clock will go off. No shot. 38-15, your score. Lady War Eagles at the break. And coming up next to 97.5 Glory FM, we'll take a two-minute time. Back, back with our halftime show. We'll celebrate the senior night festivities for the boys. We'll see what War Eagle TV wants to do. We'll probably have just a PA announcer group there, but we'll have much more for you coming up in two here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. It's halftime. It's time for a look back at the first half and what's ahead for the second half. Now back courtside with Mike Wofford. And we're back here at the door celebrating the boys here. We saw Joshua Bull. He was recognized. And now the second Oregon boys being recognized there, Jordan Harris. And you see the accomplishments of these players in their time here at Chesity. Jordan has played here. Been one year on the varsity team this year. What a year he has had. Had a good year. He's averaging uh, almost 13 points a game. Oh, excuse me. Uh, uh, right at 12 points a game is Jordan Harris. So far, Joshua Little and Jordan Harris so far. Giving out a nice little plaque with pictures. That uh, the War Eagle faithful will take. Now we've got Bo Peak. Bo plans to attend University of North Georgia next year, which is number 32. Got his mom and dad and his sister with him. 
been playing here for three years at Chesapeake. Mm -hmm. He also plays tennis, Joe. Uh-huh. Coach Alan Griffin, principal, AD. <laughs> oh, giving him off some stuff here. Garrett Selke. Mm -hmm. You know that Alan Griffin's got to be really pleased. He was assistant here last year, and this year is his first year as head coach at Chester T. These guys, all the, all five, all six of the seniors of the boys played last year, and Alan had a, had a couple of years to work with them. A full year from the head coaching position over last summer and spring. Selke, another one of the War Eagles going to North Georgia. Going to be a business major. Look for him. I'm looking at one, two, three of them. North Georgia right now. Here's a guy who's really happy this year, Tucker. Tucker's been a starter at times. Come off the bench and play defense real well. Doesn't score a lot. Scores kind of when necessary. Jack is playing on attending either UGA or UNG, one of the two. So we've got mom, dad, and little sister right here with him. Another tennis player. He's been here for four years playing at Chesapeake. Oh, he's going to be a doctor. Yeah. I think I saw that on one of the girls. Well, like the assistant, assistant, that's his goal. Oh, good for him. Way good, Chad Tucker. Last, last one. Colton Wilbanks. Colton. Averaging 29.8 points a game, Mike, and 13 rebounds. That's amazing. Amazing, amazing stats. Went over the 1,000 points thing earlier this year. I talked to him there for a second. He still will still play baseball this spring and Coach Olson, and he will make his decision on college after that. He's waiting for a deal. <laughs> waiting for a deal. You might get one or two. You never can tell uh, good athletes uh, he is. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Joe. Congratulations yeah. to Colt and all of the War Eagles senior basketball players. And they'll probably, five of them will start in our game. And let's do that. He asked us to stand. Why not? Let's stand up and say congratulations. What a great career these players have had. And we've been blessed to see them play in their years here at Chesapeake High. As they get ready for the matchup, and they're going to have a tough one this evening as they take on the Red Raiders of Madison County. And we'll be a tough one tonight. These, if you forget about Madison County's record on the other side, they are one of the top teams in this region. Exactly. And you throw the record out because they've got, they've got two guys that seem like they can score at any moment. Uh, and it's just amazing that, uh, that the Smith guys can uh, grant and um, well, you look Mason at, can score like they do. Yeah, look at what they've done. You know, let's go ahead while we've got time here at halftime here on 97.5 Glory FM War Eagle TV. Let's look at those first half stats, Joe. All right, four. Madison County, Jordan Hall has five. Bayless Streetman has two. 
Janine Borders has eight. They had one three-pointer, and that was by Borders. And Mike, they've shot no free throws in the first half. Uh-huh. Chester T, Sierra Yarborough with four, Addison Boyd with three, Blakely Boyd with three, Caroline Bull with 11, Riley Black with 17. They've hit six three-pointers in the four of seven from the free throw line. Yep, Bulls had three of those six three-pointers, mm-hmm. by the way. And you had, what, Boyd with one, Riley one, and it was one other that was hit in the first half of play. I think the other Boyd hit, maybe hit that one from that mm-hmm. standpoint. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think both Blakely and Addison hit one there in the first half of play. But anyway, what, they are just so loaded with talent. You see where their ball movement is on offense and defense, which is what you got to be so impressed with. And that's what's going to help you when it comes to state tournament time. You just go ahead and expect the defending region champions to be back there in a few weeks, Joe. Yeah, for sure. They, you know, they keep playing like they do. You know, I know everybody's talking about, you know, keying on Riley Black, but when the other girls are in the threes like, or if they're on from that perimeter, they're not. Wow, that's amazing. And then Jemiah Weaver stepped up. She's playing the point on the pressure defense when they come down. Jemiah is so quick. Yep. She's missed a couple of shots, but she's at position, but able to get a second rebound, go up and missed it. But. She has gone in there and played very well so far. I forget what game it was you and I were here at Chester T. High to see them play. And after halftime, if you see what, curious what kind of adjustments Coach Shirley makes, you know he's going to make some, especially on defense, keeping them from getting the ball inside. But I'll be curious to see what he's able to do getting the ball inside, maybe the Peyton Campbell getting her going. Yeah, and my try to, my try to, got offset a little bit as far as with Streetman and with Janiah Borders. Yep. And if they can keep them pitched out, Get them away from the basket and on the offensive end, see if uh, Peyton can get inside and get things going. Think about this be the last time that Madison County comes here to Lincoln Trail Center for a long time because they'll stay in Region 8 Quad A and the Orioles will drop down to the new Region 6 AAA yep. for next season. They'll have a bunch of new opponents coming next year and won't play Madison County again, hopefully for a while. Well, unless they play, unless they play them on a non-region game, and right? You could still see that happening, right? On a over here one year, over there one year type basis. You know, it's a good matchup, I think, for them, and kind of see what happens with them out there. You know, but the thing about it is, with uh, Hall County being split so yep. with three teams of one region and other yeah. three of the other regions, you're going to see some cross county matchups in non-region play exactly. in the next, next couple of years. Exactly right. You know, and uh, pretty much everybody's three A now. I think games are still going to be in five A. And everybody else is 3A. And it's going to be something to see, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, games will be Quinte, uh, will be Firebranch, will be Quad A, and the other teams in the county will be Triple A from that standpoint, but in two different regions. And with that, looking forward to getting with David Bishop, the athletic director here at Chesty, get the football schedule. I got four different football schedules today. Wow. And uh, just looking at it because well, there's been some banquets taking place, and now everybody's getting their schedules all finalized. And, He'll be here before you know, buddy. Hey, football season, uh, well, Mike, you're usually right on top. Or is it like eight weeks for football? <laughs> yeah. I joke about it because, uh, you know, it seems like we just get started and, 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 and so many weeks is basketball. Hey, spring will be before you know, buddy. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I'm just hoping it's going to be a warm spring like today was. And if we have some free, frigid days, uh, I guarantee you there'll be a heater at my feet this year. I will not be cold. Well, we'll be at press box here at Chesapeake. Thank that's goodness. True. That's true. And that's going to be a lot of fun from that standpoint. We start our coverage of high school baseball. On March the 1st, and we'll have War Eagle Baseball along with the other schools in Hall County. Right now, we're going to see almost everybody in the county play this spring. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think we'll enjoy it. There'll be some good baseball in Hall County this season. A lot of teams really competing for to get on to the state tournament. Manchester T, North Hall, Cherokee Bluff, all in Gainesville with their new coaches. So it's going to be a lot of fun. 
our last broadcast of high school base, uh, basketball. We've got two weeks left. And now next week on Tuesday we'll be at, let's see, we'll be at Cherokee Bluff as the Bears go up against North Hall in reason, place of reason action. Next Friday it's East Forsyth playing at North Hall to get ready for the second half of action here. Madison County will throw it in, cross court, get it in to Jordan Hall. Hall back in the game now for Madison County. She gives it over to Pittman. Pittman, as you look up Sutton, hollering out instructions, Borders has it. Gives it over to Blackman. Blackman goes towards the rim. She goes up for a little floater, comes down as Caroline Bull hits the floor, but no offensive foul that time. The basket was good. Makes it 38-17. 21-point lead now for the Lady Warriors. Riley Black way out front. 1-2-2 zone now is what Madison County is trying to play. Caroline Bull with the basketball. Caroline gets it, leads back in the corner to Riley. Riley all the way across the other side, gives it off to Addison Boyd for three, and she knocks it down. We got their second seven of the night for yep. Chester T. That's uh, they, they've uh, they're outscored them just on threes, 21 to 17. There's 41 17 right now. They come down. That's going to be Hall for a floater from about six feet. Back rim, no good. Come the other way. Boyd has it. She'll pull up from three and short. No good. And rebound's going to be Riley Black. Gets it, goes up, good. Riley got the carom. It's number 13 from them. Avery Bailey tried to knock it back in, couldn't happen, and went right to Riley. She got it, took a dribble, went up and scored. She got 20 now, right? I believe that's correct. She had 17 coming in to that halftime. Oh, I thought it was 18. Okay, yeah. my bad. Okay. <laughs> Borders with the basketball, way out front. Gives it over to Blackman. Blackman gives it this side. To street, uh, excuse me, to uh, Pittman. Pittman has it, gives it back to Hall. Hall's going to shoot one. Oh, a little two-pointer from 16 feet. Knocks it down. Nice little shot. Right outside the elbow there in the dark color of their court here. Peyton Cable, turnaround jumper from the free throw line. Nothing but air. Not a, it's a good shot, but she didn't give it enough oomph on it right there. 6.07 in the quarter. Boyd. We'll pick him up in the backcourt. Hall with the basketball. Hall brings it up. Dribbles across her body, comes up. Man-to-man defense. And they'll go back into a 3-3 zone now. They're picking up Hall for a long three-pointer off the backboard and out of bounds off of Madison County. Will be Lady Warrior for basketball. Riley throws it in to Boyd. Addison back to Riley. Riley will bring it in the front court. 5.43 in the quarter. Caroline Bull gets it on the wing. Cross court to Addison for three. No good. Rebound. It's down to number three, Sarah Blackman. Sarah will bring it down the near side. Sarah brings it down. She pulls up outside to three. Looks for, picked up a dribble. Bad thing to do right there, Sarah. Gives it off to Hall. Hall tries to go inside. Tipped away. Picked up on the far side by Jones. Now they go inside the borders. Borders goes up for two. No good. Rebound by Riley Black. Riley. Brings it all the way down. Nice pass over to Sierra Yarborough for the deuce. The senior with two. Nice assist by Riley Black. Blackley Boyd getting ready to come back in for the Lady Warriors. Jordan Hall has it. Goes over to this side, the Borders. That's the Borders. That's Jones, Jordan Jones. She goes in. Layup missed. Rebounded by Cable. Cable to Bull. Bull. Dribbles around a couple of Madison County players. One drips and falls. They go inside to Riley Black. Caroline Bull to Riley Black for the two. Beautiful pass. Left-handed one-hand pass. Boo, a bullet in there. Riley leading on the far side and got the layup. 
Hall gets it back out to Jones. Jones takes it to the far side. Guarded by Bull. 4.26 in the quarter. Timeout. It'll have to be a full yep. by Coach Monty McClure. And we'll take it with him. We're back in one minute live from Chesapeake, High on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. We got a live video stream on War Eagle TV this evening. I'm Mike Wofford along with Joe Gilly on 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for North Georgia sports. Looking forward to watching these ladies in the postseason. Be nice to see, that's for sure. Straightman throws it in to Hall in the backcourt. Hall brings it across, brings it up, gives it over to Blackman. Blackman spins, goes to the basket. Layup is good. Off the glass, got it up underhanded, unrolled the top of the rim off the backboard and in. 47-21, 408 in the quarter. Sierra, or excuse me, that is Addison Boyd. This corner gives it over to Caroline. Caroline gets it back in the corner to Blakely. Blakely shoots a three off the rim, no good. Rebound, Sierra, or Addison comes up there and gets it back to Caroline. In this corner to Blakely. Blakely back to Caroline. Caroline with 21, lots of time. Goes to Peyton. Peyton goes up partially blocked by Borders as she came up from behind on the side there. Cable squared up to shoot it and didn't. Didn't see Borders. She's going to and swatted it out of bounds. 17 on the shot clock. They'll have Blakely Boyd taking it out of bounds. Blakely looking. Goes it over here to this side. Gets it over to Peyton Cable. Caroline Bull for 24 feet. No good. Rebound to Jordan Hall. Jordan sprints it up into the front court for Madison County. Goes for the layup. No good. Rebound. Borders had it, and it went off of Sierra Yarbrough out of bounds. If one thing you do not want them to do is get offensive rebounds. Yeah. You can't afford that. Borders, Borders is uh, a senior. She's playing pretty strong inside of trying to anyway. They throw that one right in there. Peyton Cable does a nice job stepping inside. They, they get it over from Addison Boyd to Blakely. Boyd, she Blakely goes up for two. She's fouled, I believe, by Lily Pittman. It is Lily committed to foul. And Blakely will be at the line for two. And you get more points after a turnover. They've had a bunch of those tonight. Mm-hmm. Maya Weaver getting ready to check back in along with Riley Black. Free throw, good. Riley added to her career point total tonight. She's got 19 as of now. Cable and... Sierra Yarbrough comes out. Free throw is no good and rebounded by Borders. Borders gets it over to Hall, who will bring it up in the front court. Hall spins it over to the right side on the wing, gives it off to Jones. Jones goes to the left side now. Jones wanted to 
thought a player was going to steal, but they throw a bounce pass. It goes right under the player's leg, and it'll be a backcourt on Madison County. And Chesterty will have control of the basketball. Coach Sutton surely tell them what the play is. Out front, Addison Board gives to Caroline Bull. Caroline in the corner to Jemai. Jemai back to Caroline. Caroline cross court to Blakely. Blakely goes inside to Riley. Riley spins one way, goes to the other, goes up for the free for the two-pointer. No good. Good block out there by Borders. She gets the board, gets it off to Blackman. Blackman runs it into the front court. Goes, tries to go back to Borders. Who gets it? Borders back to Hall out front. Hall guarded by Addison Boyd. Way out front. She's near midcourt. 20 on the shot clock. Gives it over to Straightman. Pittman now. Pittman gives it over to Jones. Jones back to Hall. Hall. Takes it in with a left hand. No good. Rebound knocked away. Black comes away with it. Riley going to sprint it in the front court. She's going to cross over dribble. Pass over there to Caroline Bow, who gets fouled by number 23, Lily Pittman. And Caroline will be at the line. The pass was a tad late getting to Caroline, or she would have had the easy layup. Tad Layton forced the foul on Pittman right there. Well, the point is, too, Joe, what Caroline can do, she can get inside also. Yep. Free throw is no good. That will bring in number 13, Avery Bailey, to come in for Madison County. She'll come in for Lily Pittman. They get these free throws, ladies. She'll get one more here. Second one is up. Good. Free throw and uh, Miranda Hernandez, the sophomore, will come in for Caroline Bull. And you'll see a lot of the younger players in this ball game tonight. 49-21, 28-point lead, 2-18 left here in the third quarter. Hall with the basketball from Madison County Hall. Way out front, guarded by Addison Bullock. Goes over to Bailey. Bailey trying to give it up on the far side, knocked away by Boyd. Boyd's going to be a hell ball between Bailey and Sarah Blackman. Far side will be just just teams basketball. Now goes a turnover again. Looking uh, for a short fourth quarter, Joe. Yep. Addison Boyd will throw it in to Blakely. Back to Addison. Back to Blakely. This side goes down to Riley. Riley pulls up about six feet and knocks down the jumper. 51-21, 30-point lead. It's got to be 30 at the end of three to be a six-minute fourth quarter. Hall in front court now, guarded by Boyd. Addison keeping up with her as Hall bounce dribbles over here to Jones. Jones goes in this corner to Bailey. Bailey goes down sword to, border, to Borders. Borders, nice job as she caught it right there on the low block and went straight up. Ain't got the two. Good job by Janiah Borders. Far side to Weaver. Weaver goes inside to, to Riley. Riley back outside, and that's going to be... Hernandez shot a three, no good. Rebounded there by Jones. Jones will go the other way from Madison County. Jones will pull it out. Guarded by Blakely. Gives it over to Hall. Hall tries to go inside. Borders gets it, goes up for two and good. Two in a row for Borders and now timeout. 30 second by Sudden Shirley. Yep, you can see that one coming. Mike, Mike can call that one pretty quick. Yes, there, absolutely. Four, four point run. Coach Sutton said, nope, can't have that now. Uh-uh. Same thing also, just you got to deny that pass to yep. Borders and keep her forgetting where she's at right now. Exactly, exactly. 51-25. Yeah, well, it was short fourth quarter. Point lead with 104 here in the third. We'd like to have a short fourth quarter. 
Well, Jonah don't mind an eight-minute quarter, but I know the Lady War Eagles love to get a six-minute quarter here to wrap things up here this I'd like final a six-minute quarter just to save my voice. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, Red. Yeah. Uh, I might have to go down and have word, words with Sutton if he didn't get uh, this. Uh, <laughs> they look, Coach. <laughs> so, I guess the final Friday of the regular season here at home for the Lady War Eagles to close out things on Tuesday here at home against East Hall. Lady War Eagles with the basketball. One minute exactly left here in the third quarter. They're up by 26. Cable to Hernandez. Hernandez in the deep in the corner. Comes back outside to Addison. Addison went into Jemai. Kicks it to this corner over to the far side to Blakely. Blakely with 20. Blakely, good defense by Madison County this time, but Yarbrough. Yarbrough has it on the wing. She lost it out of bounds, and it'll be Madison County's basketball. Sierra telling her, talking to herself as she went. She went down, and she's going to turn around and pass it back out there to Blakely, and she lost her footing and stepped on the end line out of bounds. Now have Jordan Hall with the basketball. She passes over to Jones on the far side. Jones almost knocked away, and he is. Good job by Hernandez to force Avery Bailey knocking it out of bounds. They'll get another try at it. Will Chester T with 31.6 here in the quarter. And come up. That's Addison Boyd with the basketball. Addison far side to Yarborough. Yarborough goes inside to Jemai. Jemai goes up, rolls it over the top, no good. Rebounding far side, Jordan Jones. Jordan brings it up. Jordan on this side, guarded against Blakely Boyd. Blakely knocked it loose from her, and then going to give it up over here to Jordan Hall. Jordan Hall with nine. Jordan Hall with seven. Jordan Hall with five. Throws on the far side to Bailey. Bailey shoots a three, no good. It'll be rebounded, and there. Joe Borders got the board and second up, and good. 51-27 after three. And this quarter on a 6 nothing run. We're back in the fourth quarter in one minute as you're tuned to War Eagle TV at 97.5 Glory FM. Ninety seven five Glory FM is WTTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W two four eight DL Murrayville Gainesville. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk in Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call, just walk right in between eight thirty and eleven thirty on Monday mornings, and one of their sports med- Medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Eight minutes left in this region, eight quad A matchup. Lady War Eagles will come out with another victory. It remain perfect in region eight quad A. Yep, they're up 24. It's a start date, the last quarter, eight minute quarter. Madison County with basketball. Hall brings it up against Addison Boyd. Addison far side to Hall to Jones. Excuse me, Jones has it outside. Jones in the far corner to Avery Bailey. Avery dribbles way out front, gives it off to Streetman. Streetman over to Jones. Hall into Borders. Borders goes up, rolls it over the rim. No good. Rebounded by Riley Black. Riley, 736. Gonna bring it down. Quick pass to Cable. Cable got knocked out of bounds. Good job by Jordan Jones to get a hand on it and knock it out. 732. 
Riley Black will throw it out, throw it in, excuse me. Nobody's cutting far side of Caroline. Give it to Caroline far side. Quick three-point shot, no good. Rebound right into Peyton Cable's hands. Peyton goes up for the shot, no good. Rebounded by Borders. Borders is over here, this side to Jordan Hall. Hall will bring it up on the right-hand side, far side to Jones. Jones has it. Jones back to Hall. Hall dribbles. <coughs> Elbow on the far side, gives it over to Bailey. Bailey for three, no good. Rebounded by Sierra Yarbrough. Sierra gives it to Caroline. Caroline comes in a hurry. Caroline trying to go to the basket. He's going to be out of bounds off of number 21, Carly Brown that time. <coughs> she was trying to get by, and Carly was able to get in there and knock it loose for the Lady Red Raiders. 7-0-2. 24-point lead for the Lady Warriors. Riley Black. Nice pass inside. She missed a shot. Addison Boyd did. She got caught it and shot it from about six feet out and missed it. Hit the backboard and fell off. Madison County comes the other way. And it'll be Brown with the basketball. Gives it to Hall. Hall has it. Looks back to Brown. Young Bailey. Bailey to Borders. Borders goes up and underneath. Knocked away by Cable. Cable. Gives it over to Boyd. Boyd's going to bring it up in the front court. Gives it to Caroline Bull. She'll stop. Pop. Shoot a three. No good. Rebound. Cable knocks it out of hand. Boy, a drought right now. They haven't scored yeah. in a while. Yep. Minute and a half. Neither team scored here in this quarter. <clears throat> they did outscore them in the last quarter. Did Chester 13. They outscored them all three quarters. <clears throat> 28, 29-8, and 9-7, 13-12. Last quarter being the closest. Hall goes all the way in. She runs all over. Peyton Cable, nothing called. And the shot comes down, and this shot comes right down into Sierra Yarbrough's hand. They go in a hurry. Addison goes to Peyton. Peyton squares up far side, gives it over to Riley for three. No good. Yeah, nothing is falling around Madison County with it. Jones gives it off to Brown for three. No good. Brown sprints in there trying to get the rebound. No, she doesn't get it. Caroline Bull comes away with it. Caroline goes in a hurry. Nice bounce pass over to Riley Black. And Riley's foul as she goes up with it. Well, what a pass by Caroline. Yep. Now, Avery Bailey's saying that she didn't grab her, but if you, if, if the player goes up and her arms come down, more than likely you grab her. <laughs> Riley will shoot two. First free throw, good. And 25, Layla Streetman back in the game for Madison County. She'll, she'll get Borders, Borders favoring that left arm wrist right now. Second one by Riley's good. I think that's put her at 22 on the night, Mike. Maybe 24. 53-27, 26-point lead, 542 in the game. Hall gives to Jones. Jones way out front. Jones gives it off to Brown. Brown back to Hall. Hall 14-footer. Backboard and nothing else. Comes right down. Tipped over to Cable. Cable to Riley to Caroline. Caroline has it. Pull back to, to Riley Black. Riley goes in the middle, knocked, away, knocked out of her hands from behind, and it will be Chester T basketball. But very good ball move of that series right there. Sarah Blackman will come in for Carly Brown right here from Madison County. Riley gives it to Caroline, not back to Riley. Top to Addison for three. Wow! About a 24-footer high arch and off the backboard three is good. From WNBA range. She looked over at Coach uh, Shirley and just grinned. <laughs> <laughs> if the bank was open for that one. Yep. 
Hall with the basketball. She goes towards the basket, throws up a floater, no good. Rebound Addison. Boyd in a hurry. Gives it off to Peyton. Goes up. She's fouled. Peyton Cable goes up, and she's fouled by number three, Sarah Blackman. And you can see a Warrior Eagle TV again. Just the position of the girls, they know where to be on the court and get those passes. It just seems so smooth. Yep, very smooth. First free throw, good. So now hit the free throw. Blakely Boyd comes in. Excuse me. Second free throw. Off the back rim, no good. Rebounded by Avery Bailey. They give it over to Hall on the far side. Hall will bring it up, and we'll have a full timeout called by Coach Monty Hall. He's got one left. We're back in one minute here from Chester T. High on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. I'm here to second here during this break, Joe. Look at the streak now for the Lady Warriors remaining undefeated mm-hmm. in this region. And that is some kind of accomplishment. Yeah, that's, that's a big accomplishment in this region. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Madison County has it after the time. And I called him Monty Hall. It's Monty McClure. Monty Hall wanted to make a deal. But yeah. Monty McClure. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. I did, well, I Monty did. McClure is the yeah, head coach. Monty McClure is the head coach. Missed shot by Hall way out front. Rebounded in there by Madison County. Hall gets it back. She goes to the basket, goes up. And actually... That's going to be one of the first time they're shooting free throws tonight. Mike Hall yeah. will go to the basket after sure the foul. Is, Joe. Foul is going to be on Peyton Cable. And I'm looking, seeing if I can find some scores of interest to us in this area. If I find one, I'll shout it out. I won't shout, but you know what I mean. Hall's first free throw. Nothing but the bottom on that first one. Look at you had Cherokee Bluff playing at Cedar Shoals, North Hall at Seconder, John Cody. East for South playing Walnut Grove. Second free throw. Good. She's hit them both. Riley Blackwell bringing in 57 29. 28 point lead now for the Lady Warriors. Far side. Go tried to go inside the cable. Got knocked away from behind by Streetman. Good job by Leela to knock it away there. Hill Hall has it. Hall brings it in the front court in a hurry. She brings it way back out front. Guarded by Addison Board. 4 6 in the game. Layla Hall, or excuse me, Jordan Hall way out front with the basketball. Jordan goes in with another floater, no good. Rebounded inside by, oh, my goodness. She threw that one and got kind of hit, hit as she went by. It was Addison Boyd, and it's going to be, she comes in there, it's going to be a block on Addison Boyd. A little out of, off balance right there. Came back, Jordan Jones got the, got the carom, comes back in, draws the foul, and will go to the line and shoot two. Buford 58-49 over Mill Creek. I know that doesn't concern our region, but I thought I'd throw it out there anyway. First free throw is good. 57-30 now. 
<clears throat> Second free throw as referee gets the ball to Jordan Jones. Spin, shot, good. Four for four on the last four one right there. <clears throat> Lady War Eagles bring it down. Addison board with the basketball. Addison, far side on the right wing. She'll bring it over to this side, trying to get it Riley. She does. Riley gets it. Gets in the corner. Sierra for three. No good. A little long. Rebound on the far side. Uh, almost picked out of by Blakely Boyd, but Blakely got it. Tried to throw it back in. Intercepted by Sarah Blackman from Madison County. Sarah will bring it up. Gets it off to Hall. <clears throat> Jordan Hall has it. Way out front with 322. Hall. Take it down toward the middle. She'll pull up from three. Shot it. No good. Rebound. Good job by Layla Streetman. Gets there. She went for the shot. No good. Knocked around. Knocked around. Finally. Going to be out of bounds off of number 10, Blakely Boyd, as she loses her balance and falls out of bounds with the basketball. Well, we mentioned a teachable moment, Joe. In this ball game, they're running a lot. They just are staying in this game as much as they can with their effort. Miranda Hernandez now in the game for the Lady War Eagles. Straightman gets it for a little short shot right inside the block and got it to go, 57-33. Riley Black with the basketball. Riley over the top. Gives it over to Blakely. To Riley for three. No good. Rebound on this side by Jemai. Jemai gives it back over to Sierra. Sierra way out front to Blakely. Blakely far side to Miranda. Miranda Hernandez gives it over here side to Sierra. And then we have a foul. I mean, number 11, Jordan Hall. She fouled Riley Black. Blakely Boyd will take it out of bounds for the Lady War Eagles. Riley Black, right out there near the midcourt circle, has the basketball. Gives it back over the side to Blakely, back to Riley. Riley got tipped. Blakely gets it to Jemai. Jemai goes towards the basket. No good. Rebounded by Streetman. Streetman is on the far side to Hall. Hall bring it up on the left-hand side. She goes towards the basket. She got hit. No call. Straightman goes up after the shot. Got the rebound, went up, and she got fouled by Sierra Yarborough. So Straightman will go to the line for two now. Good rebound by Layla Straightman. And you know Coach Sherwood up to see these ladies finish a lot stronger uh, in this exactly, ballgame. Exactly. He's going to be extremely happy that they play as well as in the first quarter. Oh, absolutely. Everything else has been fairly close to two points and one point third quarter, even though they've won them. Everybody will come in now. You'll have. Kyla Sims, a freshman. You'll have Lexi Moss, a freshman, coming in the game. Riley comes out. I'll get the rest of them in a minute. Jemai still in the game. Free throws up. No good. Rebound. Tip, tip. Rebound over here on this side. Good job, Kyla Sims. Kyla, the left-hander, comes up in a hurry. She's a freshman. Dribbling the basketball while she knows what she's doing. I like that. Now, stolen away there by Blackman. Blackman. Gives it over to Brown. Brown gives it back to Blackman. Blackman, Brown in the corner for three. It was short. Bounced on the rim twice. No good. Rebounded by number 22, Lexi Moss. Lexi gives it over far side to Hernandez. Miranda will pull it out. Gives it back to Blakely. Blakely, this side to Jemai. Goes in the corner to Kyla. Gives it back over to Jemiah. To Kyla for three. In and out. No good. Rebounded by that girl, Straightman. Straightman. Gives it on the far side, gives it off to Blackman. Blackman will bring it up for the Lady Red Raiders. Gives it over here on this side to Carly Brown. Brown on the far side, that three-pointer hits there, no good. That was by Pittman. 
She missed that one, rebounded by Weaver. Weaver will bring it up with 118 in the quarter. Weaver brings it up to him far side to Blakely. Boyd Blakely. Far side to Miranda Hernandez. Hernandez tries to get it back out to Blakely, and it's knocked out of bounds. Now, Amanda Nunez, the junior, will come in the game. She's going to come in for Blakely. So now, the five that play the most are out, and all the young ones are in. For now, four, Coach Sutton, Shirley, one, one minute, six seconds. Jemai gives it back to Sims, to Jemai. Jemai, she's bound to determine to take it all the way, and she got the rebound, but it got stolen away right there by number 25, Streetman. Streetman gives it off to Brown, and then we've got a timeout just for a substitution right there. Just for sub. No, no, yeah. All they want to do is get the, he didn't want to talk to anybody. He just wanted to get a player in that. Good, good job. Eva Zaplinski in the game now. Eva is a freshman for Madison County. Way out front, going to be stolen. Picked up right there. Good job on the far side and knocked out of bounds by Amanda Nunes. She got it and started dribbling down court and was knocked out from behind by Lady Red Raider. you got to love the energy of these young players. Sims gets it to Weaver. Weaver front court back over to Sims. Sims way outside back to Weaver. Weaver goes in the corner to Hernandez. Hernandez is trying to go all the way baseline. Kicks it over in the far corner to Nunez. Nunez to three. No good. Mike goes up. Got the rebound. No good. Rebounded by 22. Lexi Moss. Lexi Moss will bring it back outside with 20 seconds left. Back over to Nunez. Nunez to Kyle Moss. Kyle Sims, excuse me. To Jemai Weaver. They'll run it out with 10 seconds. Jemai way out front. Six. Jemai Weaver is going to dribble it out with four. Now Madison County backs up. Three, two, one. That'll end it. 57-33. Chester T. So they go even in the fourth quarter. 24-point victory for the Lady Eagles. They remain undefeated. They are the defending region champions. We got much more for you. Coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins, your representative to the state legislature. 
I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Hey, we're back here at the Lincoln Trail Center at Chester T. High School. I'm Mike Warford. Joe Gailey joins us here in just a few moments in between games as the Lady War Eagles remain undefeated in Region 8 Quad A as they defeat the Lady Raiders of Madison County by a final of 57-33. Leave at 24 points going in the fourth quarter. They played even there in that fourth quarter as Chester T. again will be at home here next Tuesday. They take on East Hall. Next Friday, they'll be on the road at Cherokee Bluff. They'll wrap up the season a week from Tuesday on February the 6th on the road as they'll be in Athens against Cedar Shoals. That will wrap things up before we get ready for the postseason with the Region 8 Quad A tournament, which begins on Saturday the 10th and playing games and will conclude on Saturday the 17th at North Oak County High School in Bogart. Enjoy our making plans to be with you there from Bogart at North Oconee. First time for me to go out and see a basketball game there. And we'll see what we can make the trip for you down to see the Lady Oregons play and also the Oregon boys play. Also, hopefully, they're on the 16th and 17th there at North Oconee High School. And, Joe, a dominating first quarter was the difference in the ball game. Yeah, it was because it, it was a three-point game the rest of the game. So that 21-point outburst. In the first half, well, 21 to 9, 21, 29 to 8 in the first quarter was really the difference in the nice ball game between Chester T and Madison County for sure. Madison County for their scores. Jordan Jones had two, four each for Layla Strickman, Sarah Blackman, nine for Jordan Hall, and 14 for Janiah Borders. She had eight to half, went up to 14, only one three pointer. I didn't check the free throws there in the, in the last, but I had no free throws in the first half and wound up with uh, I think about probably four or five out of about eight. Chester T scores from them. Peyton Cable wound up with only one point tonight, Mike. Blake for the Boyd four. Sierra Yarborough six. Nine for Addison Boyd. Uh, Twelve for Caroline Bull. Leading scorer Riley Black with 25 on the evening. Wound up with eight, excuse me, eight three-pointers in the game. The two players scoring a double figures there with Bull and with Black lead the way for the Lady War Eagles. Coming up next on 97.5 Glory FM, in between games we talked to one of the surgeons from the Northeast Georgia Physicians Group. War Eagle TV will get ready for the second half of our doubleheader as Alan Griffin's War Eagles, led by Coach Wilbanks, will go up against Brian Bird's Red Raiders of Madison County. We're back with more between games here on 97.5 Glory FM and War Eagle TV. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. 
Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Welcome back to 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. We're talking with Dr. Chad Muxlow, one of the surgeons from NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. Dr. Muxlow, thanks for being with us here. Tell us about some of the common injuries that you're seeing going into NGPG, sir. Yeah, one of the more common injuries we'll see is uh, some some injuries to the shoulder, a lot of rotator cuff injuries. Uh, These a lot of times we see just with repetitive use injuries, so it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a big event where you you know feel something that snaps or pops or anything like that a lot of times um, a lot of these injuries are just repetitive use injuries so you know uh, you've done a lot of lifting you know reaching over the years sometimes not even heavy things um, but just a lot of that repetitive use and and eventually sometimes that tendon uh, attachment to the rotator cuff will kind of pull off uh, the attachment of the bone and tear um, and it could start small and uh, just cause a little bit of pain here and there and then kind of gradually enlarge. And uh, then we'll start, you know, noticing some decrease in strength and, and decrease in function uh, of the shoulder. A lot of times people complain of pain at night. You know, when they're sleeping, they'll say, oh, you know, I don't have too much trouble during the day, but I try to go to sleep at night and this shoulder just starts killing me and aching and it wakes me up at night. And um, that becomes uh, a significant nuisance to people it's hard if you can't get good sleep at night kind of affects everything else you do during the day uh so that's that's one of those things that uh um is is kind of a sign that uh, there's there's something a little more um serious going on with the shoulder that that um you know continues to perpetuate that pain and then you know we kind of look at the options of, of what we can do to make that feel better sometimes it's uh um, some therapy sometimes a little medicine sometimes uh, an injection uh, just to get down some inflammation or Sometimes it's uh, more significant and uh, something we need to get fixed so that it doesn't uh, continue to get uh, worse and cause more issues. But that's one of the more common injuries we see um, with the, with shoulder injuries. And then, again, we do see some fairly common knee injuries. I would say the most common would be uh, a tear of the meniscus tissue, which is the, the cartilage disc in the knee that, that kind of acts as a shock absorber. And again, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a big, significant injury. A lot of times when patients come in with some knee pain and, and we discuss that, yeah, that, that might be the case if we have a meniscus there. And they're like, well, man, I don't even remember doing anything. I don't remember, you know, having any significant injury. But the, simply, you know, getting up out of a chair and twisting on it the wrong way, stepping off a curb the wrong way, if you just happen to catch that tissue in the wrong uh, manner, it can certainly cause a, a tear. And so... Uh, that's another common injury that we'll see. And then, um, you know, just from wear and tear over over the years, um, you know, as we get older, we do start seeing some arthritis. And arthritis is basically the cartilage covering on the end of the bone uh, in the joint that starts to wear over time, gets thinner and thinner, and eventually it can get down to bare bone, and that starts causing some pain. So we'll see, you know, a lot of arthritis. Um, you know, hopefully it's in our um, – older population because we don't like to see that uh, well we don't like to see it in anybody but we certainly don't like to see it in our young um, athletes um, but usually it, it's uh, something that we see kind of more from repetitive use and just wear and tear over over the years 
All right, so tell me from someone who is getting older like myself now, and you start having knee pain, when you say bone on bone, so how do you correct that kind of problem when the ligament just ends up just going away? Yeah, so if it uh, if it wears that significantly where you know, that cartilage is just worn down, it's kind of like, you know, tread on tires, right? You just get so many miles oh, sure. on, on that joint, and eventually it'll just kind of wear down. And, um, if it gets to that point where it's bone on bone, that starts becoming pretty uncomfortable, um, makes that knee ache and, and sore, it can get uh, can get some swelling in there as well. And uh, sometimes when it gets bad enough, you get a little creaking and popping. So, um, yeah, when, when we start seeing that, um, you know, the options as far as trying to make that better, you know, we, we certainly do want to try to keep the muscles around the joint as strong as possible, try to keep the balance uh, in that knee joint as, as good as possible. Uh, sometimes we'll try some injections, uh, little cortisone injections or things like that to help reduce inflammation because with that bone rubbing on bone, it causes friction, creates inflammation, and that causes pain. So if we can reduce that inflammation, a lot of times that will help make it feel better. Um, if it gets to the point where it's, it's none of those things are helping and, and we're still having issues, then um, uh, that can get to the point where you need to start thinking about like a, a knee replacement where basically you have to put a new surface in there because that uh, surface we're born with kind of gets worn down. And then we put a new surface in that doesn't have nerve fibers in it. And uh, so that way that, that friction of the knee joint moving um, instead of bone on bone, it's, it's the mechanical components and that doesn't cause pain. So uh, that's kind of the, the last stage if, you know, all else fails sort of. So tell me finally about uh, the acute problem. Say you got an athlete who ends up getting hit or twists the wrong way, and all of a sudden they know something's wrong. About it. Either it tears right there or something happens to the knee. How do you correct this, sir? Yeah, so, you know, again, one of those more common injuries like an ACL injury, right? So you'll, we'll see, you know, watch football on TV, you know, college or professional, and, and you know, we have these injuries in our in our um, high school athletes and sometimes younger as well. But uh, those are pretty common. Either you can get hit or sometimes it's a non-contact injury where, you know, sudden move and, and that knee will kind of give way, feel a pop or, and have a lot of pain. Uh, that's something we definitely want to get checked out um, because that results in instability of that knee. That knee is going to shift and move and, and not be stable. Um, so in instances like that where we have a more significant injury to the ligament, um, that's something we definitely need to get fixed. And so that requires – um, an arthroscopic procedure where we make a few little small poke holes in the knee. We can go in there with a the video camera um, and either sometimes repair that ligament or most of the time put a new uh, graft in uh, that uh, replaces the one that was torn um, and that'll heal inside that knee once we get it put in the right position and um, that'll allow that uh, knee to be stable again so we can get back to playing sports and, and all those activities that uh, you know people love to do. All right, so if I'm, if I'm a weekend athlete, for example, and sometimes over a weekend on a Saturday or Sunday, I can go into NGPG on Monday mornings and just walk in and say, help me, right? Absolutely, yeah, you can you can do that. There's uh, We have a, what we call a black and blue clinic on Monday mornings, so we try to get, you know, any of our athletes in. Because, um, you know, again, like you said, those injuries a lot of times will occur on the weekend, and, and so we make sure we have uh, time to get, get patients in, get them seen um, with those injuries. But you can really do it any any day of the week too. I mean, we're, we uh, try to make sure we have room to get uh, patients in and seen uh, so that we can get these injuries taken care of. NG's PEG is all over the place. Where are you located, sir? So we're in uh, Gainesville, um, pretty close to the hospital in Medical Park One. We have our one of our main offices there. We have 
uh, an office in uh, Dawsonville, uh, which actually is a brand new building that's about uh, completed here. I'll be completed in um, in a few months, so we're looking forward to getting that building open as well. We're already there, but uh, the new building will be really nice. And then we have offices down in Brazelton. We have uh, um, providers down in uh, Jefferson as well. So we kind of cover a pretty good span of distances. So um, you know, usually something convenient for patients. You know, certainly in the Northeast Georgia area. Our thanks to Dr. Chad Muxel. We got much more before you coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years. 